We get a lot of questions about grades. Do they matter? Listen to this week's episode and find out. Hi, I'm Melissa Joseph. I'm a certified speech-language pathologist. And I'm Haley McCute, and I'm a certified speech-language pathologist assistant. And we're the Pediatric Pediatric Speech Pals. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome back. So like we said in the intro, we do get a lot of questions about whether or not your grades matter as far as getting into grad school and in grad grad school. school. Yeah. Do they? Do they not? Will they? Will they love me? Will they not? (laughs) And I know that grades are a huge uh, stressor. And so like, I just feel like we should talk about it, especially because there's GREs, there's other things as far as getting into grad school and like extracurriculars um, and like what, as far as what we recommend, um, like what maybe should you prioritize over something else while you're trying to apply for grad school, things Mm -hmm. like that. And we definitely touched on this before in terms of undergrad, like basically tips for getting into grad school. I'm, I'm pretty positive we've had an episode about that. Um, so in an overall arching for undergrad, yes, they matter. I think that they matter a little bit more than grad school um, just because your GPA is weighted on heavily as in terms of like your whole application. Obviously, your application is like it's a whole – what am I, the word I'm looking for, like overarching view. There's a lot of things like Melissa was saying, um, like extracurriculars, um, I'm volunteer like, work, volunteer work, job shadows, any of those things. Yeah. Internships, internships, your, uh, personal statements, GREs. Yeah. Which GREs are like, I don't even know if they're existent anymore after COVID because a lot of schools don't require it. So contingent on, I'm not sure. I don't have fact checks, but I think schools, I don't know mm-hmm. if things have changed, but GREs, test scores. So mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things that go into your application mm-hmm. that are not solely focused on GPA, but it's still very important. Um, yep. I'm pretty sure you need a good GPA to get in. I think that um, one thing that when you're looking for schools, grad schools, one thing you can do is like go to their requirements. Each grad school have a page that kind of mentions their requirements. If they don't, maybe you can email the admissions office and just say like, hey, what are your requirements for, you know, people getting in, things like that. Um, And they'll kind of give you a base. Like um, when I was applying to grad school, there were a lot that said, hey, you need a three, five and up or things like that as far as um, GPA goes. So if you can look at that and you're like, oh, I only have a you know, three, two, or I only have a three, one, then maybe, um, you know, put that as like a maybe school and then go to one just because things are expensive. Um, kind of do your research before just to see if you can, um, kind of narrow down the ones that are a little bit, maybe a little bit more of a stretch. Cause sometimes the way schools seem to roll things out is if you don't have the grades, you're out. So, um, and you don't even get past the first round. So if you can kind of avoid that $50 fee, um, maybe, try and do that <laughs> and you know what's the harm of calling the admissions and say hey I have a 3-1 like is it possible for me to get in I've, I have this 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 and like I don't know I mean I didn't try and do that but I think that would probably be a impossible. good idea I know I have a friend she had a 3-2 overall GPA and she got into grad school um it's not impossible it's definitely not impossible and I think um, your personal statement also like it's a huge huge if thing. you explain like maybe something else was going mm-hmm. on maybe you were you know they understand you have a life um, and things can happen. So if you just kind of explain it a little bit more than maybe, um, but I do know that some schools do that overarching, like just mm-hmm. nope. So maybe you can call and say, Hey, like <laughs> if I don't have this minimum yeah. grade, is that a complete 
No? Yeah. Or is there wiggle room? Yeah. I wouldn't give up completely. I wouldn't, like, I definitely think, like Melissa said, the personal statement is huge. I know even during my application process when I was, like, trying to find out what was wrong with what what I was doing, they basically were just, like, just do your best to explain yourself in your personal statement. Like, mm-hmm. do your best to be, like, hey, like, and it doesn't, you know... I know I think a lot of people think like meaning like I don't have a good GPA because maybe something life altering happened to me in in undergrad or, you know, I was had this lifestyle. It could have simply been like, you know, like, hey, I was just trying to figure out my major the first two years and like I didn't know what I was doing and I was trying to take these classes. I mean, that happened to me, I wouldn't say, but like my GPA was fine. It wasn't like 4.0 perfect, but it was good. And then... But like my freshman year, like I didn't, I was a pre-med and like I bombed some of those classes and that's like why I weighted heavily on some of my GPA. But I explained that. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I was going this path and it didn't work out for me. And you could see clearly from my grade in that class, you know, not, I, I mean, maybe they care, maybe they don't, but. They do make you go back pretty far, uh, sending your credits. Yeah. So, um, it just depends. Yeah. Explain yourself. It doesn't have to be like, you don't have to have some story. Like there's nothing special about me. Like again, will that guarantee an in? No, but it can help. Like totally can help. Yeah. Yeah, Like I don't have anything special. I'm just a regular girl who went to regular school and like, you know, I did stuff, but well, and I also know that, um, I think it was my grad school. I'm not sure, but um, some of the grad schools also, it was, you know, three, five is minimum, but people who are getting in, it was like, because it's so competitive, they're ruling out all the people that have the lower grades. I mean, obviously there's like the here and there person, but like they're for the, like who goes to the interview basically. So there's the here and there, but like now what the competitive rate is, is like a 3.8. And if you don't have a 3.8, you're not getting an interview. Even though it says a 3.5 is a minimum or something like that, it's like sometimes that can happen too. So um, that could also be another reason like, hey, I have a 3.5, I have a this, I have a that, I have a this, I have a that. And you're like, why am I still not getting in? And it's possible that because the competitive rate is still 3.8. So um, maybe going back and like taking retaking a course to up your um, GPA, maybe talking again to the admissions office if they're willing to, you know, discuss this with you. Like Kaylee said, she had a really hard time, but going into the field and working, getting yeah. experience, that could be good too. Um, there's lots of other ways as well that to can work help around your it. GPA mm-hmm. or help your application. But then again, this isn't about applications. It's about GPA yeah, and if grades actually matter. So grades do matter. End of the day, they do matter. But in, in terms of undergrad... In our opinion. In our opinion, yeah. In terms of undergrad, to get into grad school, there are ways to like help yourself if your GPA isn't you yeah. know, 3.8 and above. Yeah. Um, as far as in grad school... um, Yes, they do matter. They for sure matter. Maybe not... You don't need like an A plus or an A, but... You need to maintain a 3.0, at least in my program, a 3.0 and above. Mm-hmm. And if you don't it's have, 80 per, I think it's 85%, 80%? I, yeah, 80 or 85. Because you have to master each class. Mm-hmm. So if it's not mastered, then you have to remediate. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, every assignment has to be at least 80% or 85% yep. or whatever. Yep. And that's when you start remediating. Uh, You'll do remediation. So yeah. like I've had assignments where I have not gone in 80% and then you have to redo the assignment. Or they'll give you another assignment that's similar but different to redo um, to help your – like, and your grade doesn't change though. Yeah. Like 
if your grade doesn't change. But in grad school, though, that if your overall grade, I think you get like one warning. But if you in my program, at least you get one warning for the class and you still have to retake the class. Mm -hmm. If you if it happens again in another class, you're removed from the program Mm -hmm. there. So, yeah, they do matter. Um, I feel like grad school grades are a little bit more cohesive, though, like like the like for me, undergrad grades were so cut and dry, like it was like if, if I got a B, it was life changing. It was like, no, you know, it was like one of those things. And it was like, you know, where I was calling my mom. I mean, I don't know, maybe this isn't important, but it was just one of those things where I was like, I set my standards so high. And then it's like on the next assignment, it was like, I'm getting an A, there's no more B, you know, it was like, because I knew it was competitive, it was so stressful. Whereas under, or with, whereas grad school, at least in my experience, it was, you know, the the teachers were working with you a little bit more the um students were working it was like there's no more competitive edge of like stress that way so like the grades I don't know maybe you're maybe it's not the same for you no I didn't know well at least for us it was just like it was like I don't know maybe because you were able to like ask people different things it it just seemed so much better in grad school like the stress was so much lower and you know, I don't know. I guess I'm saying this because I don't want you to get, you know, like be worried about grad oh, school and like worried about not saying. being able to to get that, you know, level and that grade. It's like they do real like I've, we've said before, they're not trying to make you fail. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. really they are trying to help you. So it's like if somebody didn't get that score, they'll help you. You know, they're, they want you to pass. If you really, you know, continue to they put you on like a what a, a pip or a um, like some plan to kind of like help you mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah. What can we do? It's not just it's called, like a, hey, you're dumped. They do like check in. So like say if you're like teetering on certain edge or something, like they check in with you and are like, hey, your grade is not where it should be at this point. Or like, hey, whatever. This hasn't happened to me, but I read about it in the syllabus and they email you a lot about it and yeah. they warn you like, hey, it's coming up this time. So like Melissa said, they really want you to succeed. They want you to understand and to get it. Um, you might have to do more work and they might make you, you know, come to specific sessions or tutoring sessions with them or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, like the grade still matters. So you still have to get the work done and yeah. you're still going to have to get the test done and do the project and get the grade that you're supposed to be getting. So, but it's definitely not, I don't know. It's a different, I definitely don't, didn't have the same feeling as you in undergrad. Um, I didn't know grad school was super competitive <laughs> until I started applying. So I had literally yeah. no idea. I think that my experience was different too, though, because you knew what you wanted to do. Well, I knew what I wanted to do, but also my undergrad was a two and two program. So I was two years at, um, at like my undergrad main campus. And then the last two years I was at a health science campus. And so like for me and we didn't have any of our so it was basically like I had grad school because it was only health and science courses I, you couldn't do like an art class or this class or a, like a to like. Oh, well, that's how it was for mine, but I just didn't change a campus. Okay. Yeah. Like well, the maybe last that, maybe years. everybody kind of does that then. Yeah. The pro. Yeah, because I didn't know about this program until like halfway through my sophomore year. I didn't even know about speech, and then I was like, got t- I guess turned that would on be to true, it, and then they were like, you know, last year's- "Oh, you're fine. This program doesn't start till your junior year. Like the classes don't start to your junior year. You just yeah. have to take like these two prereqs." And then you're fine, which you can take your first word term. We were terms. So, like, you could take these your first term and you're fine. So, that's what it was. So, okay. I like that. But 
I didn't know grad school was really competitive. Like I didn't know that you needed like a 4.0 to do it and stuff. Like obviously grades are really important to me. So like Mm -hmm. I wanted a good grade no matter what, but like I wasn't like crying a whole bunch if I got a B, but now I do. Like it's totally opposite, but I'm like very determined to be like the best. I also think that's not like great. Like you know, looking back, I'm like, it's It's okay. okay. You know, like like you know, that's what and that's what my mom said. You know, it's like she's like, it's okay, Melissa. It's fine. And like, I don't think I don't want you guys to be in that position where you're crying because you got to be. You know, like that's stressful. That's too stressful. It is stressful. You know, like yes. I mean, now. I get you, you, know, you got to get into grad school. I understand, but yeah, like, no one's checking your grades. That's, that's too stressful. I don't no want you to cares. be at that After phase. I get my degree, no one's going to be like, you got a B plus in that class. Exactly. You Which idiot. brings us to the next point. <laughs> Do grades matter as far as getting a job? No. 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 Neither this is where does, it really does not matter. Yeah. Neither does school, which we'll get into in another episode, yeah. but it's a degree. It's Once a degree. you degree, you get the degree, you get the credentials. SLPs are so needed that it's like... I mean, unless you're going for something competitive, like sometimes the... Um, or specialized, yeah. Um, the Yeah, or specialized. Like sometimes those certain fields that, you know, everybody wants or yeah. it's hard to get sort of thing, those are a little bit trickier and maybe they do look at your grades. But, um, which Haley and I, we're pediatrics, so we really haven't had a problem with that. But, or I, I'm assuming you won't. Well, we'll see. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it might... Maybe if I, for the trauma brain, maybe they're like, did you do well in neuro? Like, but, but I mean, as far as like, if you were to get a job there. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, know. it's possible. I can ask. You yeah. know what? I'll do some research for us. I'll ask when I go if this is like. For the adults, yeah. For, yeah, I don't know, like maybe in TBI, maybe, or like the trauma, maybe need to know more about neuro, NICU the NICU, yeah. or like maybe if you're going to go into dysphagia and feeding and swelling mm-hmm. adults. Maybe they're like, hey, how'd you yeah. do on your. Yeah. MBSLMP. But most most areas need SLPs, so they just yeah. they just want someone. Yeah, you're fine. Just graduate. You have the yeah, you have the credentials. Yeah. You've had the CF year. Yeah. Assuming. Or maybe they want a CF. Clinical fellow. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter for a job. I've never yeah. never once been asked what my undergrad grades were. Ever. Because um, it doesn't matter anymore. No. Yeah. Keep the grades up because they do matter to stay into grad school, but yeah. it's not as stressful and it's not as hard. Yeah. It's hard, but it's hard because it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because I would say the opposite. It's for, for me, I, feel, I felt like it was less busy work, but I do feel like that's because you're online. Yeah. I think because what I have to do online, it's because you just didn't class yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I'm doing work all the time. Yeah. And you have a full-time job or – Part-time job, I guess. Yeah. No. And I didn't have that when I was in grad school. So that was helpful. Either or. Yeah. All right. So overall, I hope this didn't stress you out. Um, we just you wanted to these. answer the question because, like I said, we do get a lot of these questions about grades. And um, we just wanted to clear it up. Yeah. You so can do it. Everyone can do it. If I can do it, Melissa can do it. You, you all can do, can do it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so don't be stressed, please. I hope this wasn't a stressful episode. <laughs> Um, if you have questions, leave them below. If you guys have, uh, stories about how you got in or, you know, things about, you know, the grades you did and what you, yeah, maybe if you got a low GPA and you got into grad school, maybe comment that so that others who also got low, like, I'm not saying low, I'm going to say just not 
three, eight and above or something that others can relate because I think people would love that and it would make them feel really comfortable. Yeah. Just supportive. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So don't forget also to like and subscribe um, to our YouTube. Please um, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Also, please rate us on podcasts on Apple or Spotify. It actually makes a huge difference um, and really would mean a lot to us. So please. Yeah. So we'll continue to um, put out more episodes and we will catch you guys hopefully <laughs> next week. Next week. <laughs> Bye. If you are ever curious about where we got our research or want to learn more, refer to our YouTube description box where we will leave links to the resources we used. We'd like to thank our producer, David Martinez. If you want more speech tips, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on our Facebook page. Follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Pediatric Speech Pals. Lastly, if you have any questions or concerns, email us at pediatricspeechpals at gmail.com.